Hello, and welcome to Queen Bees, where two 80s babies that drink, curse, and tell it like it is are here to inspire, encourage, and empower others. No candy coating here, with the occasional cursing and lots of laughs. I am Tina, and I like white rum, true crime, and a good time. I'm Lisa, and I love riding my Harley, traveling the world, and a damn cold drink in my hand. Okay, y'all. Today we are going to be talking about friendships. And all the different kinds of friendships. So Lisa and I moved to where we live now 14 years ago. So we moved away from all of our childhood and young adult friends and had to find new friends when we moved here, which at times proved to be somewhat difficult. Agreed. Sometimes people would have their their same high school friends and they weren't really willing to go outside of that box, especially hanging out in group settings. It seemed to me like I would have fun making a one-on-one friend and that we would do something individually But when they would go out with their group of high school friends, I noticed I didn't seem to get invited very much. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I had a hard time in general just finding friends. I mean, I reached out to like, like my oldest was in Girl Scouts. I tried making, you know, friends with the moms that the daughters were in Girl Scouts and that didn't work out, you know. Then she started kindergarten. So I'm trying to reach out to some of the other moms that are in have kids in kindergarten and I didn't start making friendships until I started driving school bus and I actually met most of my friends that I conversate with and hang out with once I started that job and I feel like mine's kind of been I've got I've gained friends from a little bit of everywhere throughout my experience of moving up here some were friends Some friends that I made were my husband's friends, girlfriends, or wives. But sometimes those are really hard to connect with in the sense that, like, we're stuck hanging out together in certain situations, but we might not be friends outside of that, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I feel the same way. There's certain lady friends that are more associates that... You just, you conversate with and hang out with when you're in a huge group setting because your husband's friend is their husband. Right, and there's nothing wrong with making friends with your husband's friends, girlfriends, wives, things like that. Um, I like a lot of them. Some of them are just not my super BFF that I would tell all of my secrets to kind of thing because we're just not close in that way. Um, but then there's been friends that I've made, you know, through jobs that I've had, or, um, one of which I met her coincidentally through a a current, well, at the time it was my current job. Um, but later found out that she was actually a friend of my husband and his brothers while they were growing up. And coincidentally, now she has a daughter who's the exact same age as my daughter. So that was one that, you know, I met her at work, but now we don't even work together anymore and we're still wonderful friends. So I think finding friends, it's hard in the sense that, you know, I I can tell you one person that I went and made a really good friend with by just like meeting them at a bar or meeting them at, you know, Horseshoe League or Dart League or whatever 
in that aspect. Right. And I'm much more of an introvert where you're an extrovert and you go out and do all those fun, cool things. And I prefer to just stay home. So I don't actually put myself out there and socialize with people unless I'm drunk. Then I'm a social butterfly because I have multiple personalities. (laughs) (laughs) But I tend to get along with actually people that are older than me. Most of my friendships are, because I'm 36, my friends are in their 50s. And I have friends of all different age ranges. I think for me, it makes a difference on maturity level and not um, not so much like social status or even marital status or whether or not they have kids, because I feel like different friends to me I'm friends with for different reasons. Um, like I might have a friend that's a little bit younger, no kids, things like that. But that's my that's my friend that I like to go out and have a few cocktails with because she's really easy to have available time for us to go do things like that. And she's super flexible with her schedule with me, knowing that I can't always do that because I have kids. But then I also have friends who have kids that are similar in age to me, so or similar in age to my kids. So then we'll get together and let our kids play and do things like that. And then I also have friends who are older than me that I feel like they have more of that mentorship. Yes, that's the right word that I'm looking for. And um, sometimes when I'm, I'm, I'm seeking like a life lesson or not understanding why things aren't really working out for me with a certain thing, sometimes they'll kind of have some advice and words of wisdom with everything that they've been through. Well, even my best friend's like seven years older than me. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. just, I hang out with older, much older people than my own age. I have hung out with people that are younger than me, but I'm getting up there in age and I just, I would rather go do day drinking. This going out till nine, ten o'clock, you don't even leave your house to go out. Fuck that shit. Uh-uh. I don't want to do that crap anymore. I agree. I feel like the older I get, it's when I do that, the next day, it's not even like I'm hungover or anything necessarily. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do give myself a few good hangovers. But um, I feel like I can't get enough sleep because I cannot, I can no longer sleep in until like 10, 11 o'clock. Right. So I still want to get up early. And um, then you're just tired and you feel like (laughs) shit all day. Even when you're not hungover, you're just blah all day. And then when you are hungover, you get a whole fucking day gone. Like you lose a whole day and it's like, shit, I could have got so much stuff done. If I would have just like started drinking two hours earlier and come home two hours earlier, like, oh, wait, because our body, I I cannot sleep past six o'clock. Oh, I can, but it's like nine is really pushing it for me. Like that's like a all around great day. I'm usually more like a seven eight if I'm lucky kind of person eight o'clock would be the latest for me but 90% of the time I'm up by six so I I just can't hang with the with the very young crowd that looks to go out at nine ten o'clock at night that's not my vibe anymore not that I don't find them fun and interesting I'm just too old for that scene right and then as far as people my age I do hang out with my husband's friends wives I have had several ladies nights to try to like build friendships and things like that but they're not they're not real strong bonds 
I understand that. I feel the same way. I feel like, again, this comes down to there are different kinds of friends and friendships. So me specifically, I have, let's say, so for example, I have one girlfriend. Her name is Jamie. I've known her for many, many, many years. And her and I, I would definitely say are wonderful friends. And when it comes down to it, I consider her my travel buddy friend and uh, we'll say like bucket list sort of friend. So if I want to go skydiving or she would be jump- on that. Like, oh, yeah. So she's list. my friend that I call for things like that. I have other friends who might like it or consider doing it. But if I want to go out and I want to do it right now and I, I, I call her, I know she will say yes. We've gone on so many different kinds of vacations together. We travel so well together. We always have a good time. And I think it's because when we travel, we are very similar in the sense that we both want to see as many things as we can possibly see on that vacation. So we are go, 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 go. Where I have other friends who are like, I'm totally fine with going on a vacation, but they just want to sit and party and do the the scenery sort of thing and stay out late. Yes. So I think there's, you know, when it comes to that sort of thing, you have different friends for, you know, different reasons and different situations. Now I have another girlfriend, love her to death. Again, she's the one that um, her daughter's the same age as my daughter. Uh, She's a little bit older than I am, but was a, a, a childhood friend of my husband and his brother. And she is my girlfriend that I call when I just need to like vent, talk some shit, have a couple drinks, hang out, let the kids go run around the yard for a little while. She is also my friend that if I have a problem, I know that I could drop my kids on her doorstep in a heartbeat and she would take them for any reason under the sun. Absolutely. Like she is just there for me so much when it comes to the kids as well. Um, So I feel like she's that kind of a friend. Whereas my first friend, one, she lives way too far away for me to drop my kids off on her doorstep, but she also works in the healthcare field. So sometimes she's on call. Sometimes she's got to, you know, stay at the hospital. So she's not somebody that I could call at last minute and be like, I need to throw my kids on your doorstep. Like there's an emergency, blah, 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 blah. Like it's just one, not feasible because she lives like three and a half, almost four hours away. And two, even if she lived closer because of her work schedule, I don't know that that's reasonable to expect of something like that with her. And, and my one girlfriend, she knows the exact same. If she ever had something come up, she can absolutely drop her kids on my doorstep and I'll take them in in a heartbeat so that she can go and take care or do whatever she needs. Like I would drop everything, whether I had dinner plans or a date night or whatever, like we are that kind of a friend. And then I also have friends that are my BFF slash help me get rid of a body and they would never tell a soul kind of friends. (laughs) And if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, you need to go find yourself one of these friends because this is the most important kind of friend that there is. Absolutely. I've had mine for the last almost 17 years. And it doesn't mean you're going to see this person every minute of every day or hang out all the time. I've had times where we don't talk for two weeks or it might just be a Snapchat here or a text there. Um, We might not see each other for three, four, five months, just depending on our lives and our schedules because they have kids and I have kids and all different age ranges and different kinds of jobs and different hours and some work weekends and some don't. But when the shit hits the fan... I'm not kidding. That's they will help me get rid of bodies if I need to. Hey, my best friend lives 280 miles away. And if I told her that I needed someone to help me bury a fucking body, she would be up here in a matter of four hours. Oh, yeah. 
No questions asked. Like, I, I'm on my way. She might do 115 and make it in like three. <laughs> yeah, we'd say three. And when we get together, everybody knows it's just pure chaos and disaster. But we are fucking hilarious and have so much fun. Yes, these two are not kidding. It's like a tornado and a hurricane joined together for just this brief moment of time. And I'm telling you, shit's flying. Well, that's because we only see each other like three, four times a year. I mean, we talk, we text, and we snap each other, and we have Facebook. But being in person together is completely different and when we do see each other it's not just for like one day it ends up being a whole week's vacation that we get together a whole entire weekend or four or five days and we stay up till five o'clock in the morning take a two-hour nap and we're up at seven and we start the next day over (laughs) So that's where I'm saying where where you have a bunch of different kinds of friends that are good for different things. You know, I feel like that that keeps a nice balance too. <laughs> and maybe, you know, I would love to hear if you guys have different kinds of friends than I do. Maybe you have different friends that you, and I don't want to use the word use, but you have them for different purposes and you do different things together. Like Like I said before, I got my one that's my really good travel buddy, my one that's my gossip shit talking but would you know take care take my care of my kids in a heartbeat kind of thing and then I've got my buried bodies kind of friends right and and don't get me wrong you also have your acquaintances slash casual more casual friends where that's like oh I'm having a bonfire at my house let's just invite all of our friends over mutual friends friends of friends that kind of stuff you know you've got you've got that category as well in my opinion yes We'll be right back after a brief message about our sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is completely free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need right at your fingertips and all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. But like I said, most of my friends are quite a bit older than me, and that's not... Not all of them are like a mentorship friendship. Now, like the neighbors down the road from you, I find them more of a mentorship, but we still can drink and have a bonfire and have great fun. Now, the ladies that I met at the bus shop that are quite a bit older than me, I actually feel like they're my older sisters when we're hanging out. Right. I'm the oldest. Yeah. They're just so inviting and sisterly loving like made me feel part of a family type thing not that we didn't have a family right we clearly do but and I also, it's hard to explain the because it's a little bit of that mothering older sister type tones that you get and you can have those kinds of conversations but it's not a mother figure right and I didn't have a big sister to go right. and talk to 
So those are more of those kinds of relationships. But we still have tons of fun. Absolutely. And then I would like to say also that, you know, obviously you and I are friends, but we're still sisters. And then there's mom too, who, you know, I feel like we're super fortunate in the fact that our mom is super chill and really fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. She ruled with an iron fist when we were kids and she was never a mom. That's like, let's be BFFs when we were were kids. kids. But as an adult, I would definitely still consider, even though she's my mom, I would still consider her a friend. Like she is someone that I do go talk to. And as weird as it is, sometimes I feel like there are more motherly questions I should ask her than I do. But I feel like I look at her as more of a friend, a friend sometimes than just a mother. So sometimes I feel like I do also enjoy going out in her company and talking a little shit with her, you know, like just. Oh, uh, this person pissed me off. off or whatever. And I had so much fun at work or I'll tell her like, oh, yeah, the other night we went out and got rip roaring drunk. And guess what? The stupid thing I did this time was, mom. And she just laughs at me like, you idiot. Haven't yeah. you learned your lesson yet? She's joined in on that rip roaring and nonsense, too, because sometimes when us three together, it's a hurricane, tornado and a flood. Right. So <laughs> she ain't getting out of that either. Right. Absolutely. Now I do want to add that friendships will change over time. So, and what I mean by that is say you're in high school, take high school, for example, I still talk to one of my really good high school friends, but we don't really hang out anymore. When I became pregnant with my oldest, I actually did lose a lot of friends because I was so young And they didn't want to be with someone, be friends with someone that had all those responsibilities that couldn't go out at nine, 10 o'clock at night and stay out till bar close and then go to the after party and not be home till five, six o'clock. And same thing when my husband and I started having kids, because we were one of the first ones out of our entire social circle to actually have kids. So our kids are the oldest out of the whole social circle. So we didn't necessarily lose those friendships because he still talks to them, but we're not as close to certain people as we were 14 years ago when we first got together. Well, and I think part of that changes because one, obviously changing kids or changing kids, having kids changes your life. But I think when you have, you know, in your case, you obviously had one first uh, before you are with your husband now, and then you had the second one. Um, But I also think having one child versus having two is a big difference. It's a lot easier to find a babysitter for one kid than it is for two, especially when they're young and close together. Because if you have one kid in... even if both your kids are in diapers or one kid in diapers, but the one's a baby and the other one's a toddler getting into things. Like there's a lot of sitters, especially like teenagers who, you know, maybe they're not used to that kind of situation. And it's just a little bit, I don't know. I always found it was harder. So even after we just had one, I felt like it changed. Our lives changed a little bit, but then it changed drastically after two. Like, I feel like we did not do shit for like the first two years after we had our second kid. That Because it was just like, it was way too, it's just too much work. Like, to pack up the diaper bag and the snack bag and then and the pack, pack up, and play. Yeah, and, and the, the this and the, the car that. Seat and, and this. 
it was. And depending on what you're doing, if you're going somewhere for just like two hours, sometimes it's like, it's too much of a pain in the ass for two hours, but it's also way too much shit to pack for like a whole weekend sometimes too. You know what I mean? So it's like, where's that right, you know, that right spot, the happy medium where it's like, okay, it's worth packing up to go to, but it's not worth, you know, packing the whole house and the time involved in all that. And then after we had the third one, I was like, I can't keep like living like this, not going out and doing anything. So we actually just started inviting people to our house to have the bonfires and the cookouts so that we could put the kids to bed at seven, eight o'clock at night, but still come back outside and enjoy everybody's company for a little bit longer because most of them didn't have kids. Now, most of them do have kids and they're smaller and we understand that they can't come out and do all the things anymore right. and we're giving them that space and being understanding because we've been there. So if you don't have kids and you have a friend that has a kid, be understanding that they can't just drop everything to go out at nine ten o'clock at night. And asking at nine to go out at nine ten o'clock at night after people have kids, please don't do that either. And be understanding. I I know me personally. I had a few instances where I tried making plans with friends and in advance, and then the day came and it was like the night before the baby slept like crap, and I had a stressful day, and I feel really bad that I didn't want to go out or I wasn't in a mood to go out. But I was just tired, you know, when you have that kid. So I think people need to be understanding to situations like that. Don't get me wrong. If it's somebody who cancels on you 300 times or every time under the stun or always backs out, then maybe don't put so much work into that kind of a friendship. You know, be there for them if they need it and when they need it to a certain point. But also don't like put extra stress on yourself to always be there for somebody else who constantly blows you off. But I know from my own personal experience, I had a friend at the time shortly after I had had Hunter that was like, they still wanted to go out and party once in a while. And as much as I would have loved to do it, and I did still do it once in a blue moon, but they were like, yeah, I want to go out like every weekend and it's just not feasible. And she, you know, she slowly got the message. Um, But then there was times too, where like I'd call her the day of and be like, Hey, I know we were going to go do this or that. um, But I'm just way too tired tonight. And I think after a little bit and I kind of explained it to her, she didn't have kids at the time. And she kind of under she started to understand once I explained it to her. So sometimes I think that just a conversation with your friends is worth it as well. Don't just assume that they're being really needy or assume that they're blowing you off. If if they're really your friend, they'll be willing to have that conversation and find things that you guys can meet on middle ground with, whether it's going to a movie or depending on the age of your kids, if it's something you can take them with. Maybe, hey, let's go hang out at a water park so my kids can go down the water slide, but we can still hang out. Right. And it's something, something they can that still you guys enjoy. Can do together. Yeah. Or even if it's, t- hey, I'm going to go take my kids to the park, come sit at the park with me. We can talk and chat and this and that and whatever, whatever, and still spend time together. But I don't have to ditch my kids and it doesn't have to be, you know, going out at 10 p.m. and staying out till 2 a.m. And then I have to come home and try to feed my kid in the middle of the night or at 6 a.m. Because right. it gets it's, to be a lot. Yeah, and then you're just exhausted. Right. But like you said about not dealing with toxic people, which is another thing you have to watch out for. Narcissistic, toxic people are the type of people that will make everything about them. It's always your fault. And 
would try to turn everything around so it's about them. Like if you said, I'm sick today and I can't come out, they're going to turn it around on how you're hurting their feelings because you can't just take some Tums and join me and you're ruining my entire evening. Now that's not a friend that you want to have. Right. When they're when they're pulling that kind of shit or or even talking about you in a rude derogatory way behind your back but then to your face is all ooey gooey and we're besties but as soon as your back is turned or you're not there she's telling everybody your secrets and talking shit about you those are not friends those are not the kind of people that you want to hang out with that you want to tell your secrets to and for telling your secrets, you need that uh, the person that's going to dig that grave with you is the only person you should be telling those secrets to. Right. Keep your lips buttoned up. Be careful of who you tell what. And with that being said, keep in mind, too, talking too much shit, period, can get you in a lot of trouble. So even if you're mad at a friend, so you talk to another friend about it and you talk a bunch of shit, be careful because, you know, it's one of those you're going to reap what you sow sort of thing. Absolutely. Gossip in in general is just, I find it utterly disgusting and not classy at all. And I'm not saying that you can't bitch about something that you're irritated about. Right. We're all humans. Go to your closest friend. I actually end up going to my husband because he forgets what I said in 20 minutes anyway. But then I at least got it out because I was frustrated and I just needed to spit the frustration out of my mouth, get it off my chest. Now I'm I'm done. I'm literally brushing the salt off my damn shoulder and I'm fucking moving on. And like I said, my husband already forgot 20 minutes after our conversation what I even said to him. So no one else is ever going to know anyway. Also, beware of a mooch. It is one thing when someone is down on their luck or having a hard time or, you know, just needs a little bit of a push or a handout or a little bit of help. But it's a totally different thing when you have someone who is just constantly sucking the life out of you. Yes. Where it's just they always need something. They always and and it doesn't have to be money or anything like that necessarily, but it could be. A ride. Yep. You always go to their house and help them. You pick up their groceries for them. You, you know, whatever it might be. It might be that uh, you go to the store and you pick up things or maybe you babysit their kids for them once in a while for free, which, you know, friends will totally do that kind of thing. Trade kids or whatever. Or maybe you don't have kids, but your friend does. You watch watch their child once in a while. All those things are fine to a point. But when you're the person doing all of the giving, and not getting anything in return, that's a moocher. And you need to cut that shit off. My husband and I were tried to be nice to one of the neighbors that didn't have electricity or water. And started turning into a moocher. So I had to go over there and say, you know what? You've been living there for three months now. You cannot use our electricity or our water anymore. Like we were trying to help you out because he had farm animals. Because I didn't want them to die or be sick. Right. But you got to figure something out here. Do not cross that property line again. Right. Like just, just cut it off. You just got to be clean, simple, straightforward. 
Like, you're using me. I don't agree with this. I don't accept it. And I am not going to stand for this kind of abuse anymore. You don't necessarily have to say abuse, but. And you have to be careful because a, a mooch can also be a narcissist and make it. Oh, like, why are you treat like, why are you saying these things? Why would you do these things to me? And when I'm so down on my luck, but right. they're always down on their luck. They're never bettering themselves. They're never striving to improve. They're just constantly in a rut. Right. I mean, or the whole like, oh, I don't know what's wrong with my karma. Or I don't know why I just keep, you know, getting the unlucky side of the penny kind of thing. And it's like, well, if you don't put the work in, you're not going to get anything back out of it. So if you're just looking at it and and maybe they're a bit of a pessimistic person and you kind of just need to like help them through it. And I get that too, but you have to find that right balance for you. How much are you willing to put into a relationship or a friendship with that person when you're not getting anything back out of it? Correct. So don't get used. Don't get sucked into toxic relationships, especially if you have very few relationships I feel like it's very easy to get sucked into a toxic relationship because you're really holding on to the one that you think is still a good friendship versus breaking it off and and you might actually find something way better. Much, much better. And don't be such an introvert that you never put yourself out there, which is my fault, my problem, one of my faults that I am so introverted that's probably why I have very few friends. But even though I am happy with the, what I have, sometimes I do wish that I would put myself out there a little more and make some more friendships, maybe even people that are closer to my age or even a little bit younger, just to have some different kinds of friendships than I already have. Totally understand that. Well, that's all I have for today. But I'd love to hear from you guys if you have any different kind of friendships or relationships than we've spoken about today. Um, maybe have a best friend that would yeah. dig a grave with you. How long have you been friends? God, now you're making me wonder. So my friends that I've been friends with that long, I'm going to say it's going on 10 years with my ones that I would bury bodies with. 17 years. Yeah, crazy. Makes me feel That's old, we, but yeah. We met each other still in amazing. our last trimester, and both of our kids have the same birth year, and they are, what, so April, May, so May, June, July, they're three months apart. Very cool. But duration and length of friendship doesn't mean that that, you know, you don't have to necessarily well, no, be friends with someone to. that long to have that an amazing of a relationship. I feel like my relationship with them has been that strong for so many of those years. Even though I met them over just over 10 years ago, I would say from the moment I met specifically the one that I'm like absolutely BFFs with, um, I mean, I'm BFFs with them all, but bestest of bestest friends with, I would say literally right before we became the bestest of bestest friends. When I met her, I wasn't even like looking for a friend or anything. And we met each other. And from the moment um, that we kind of started having a friendship, I just knew that she was someone that I could trust. And I feel like that's the biggest thing for me. That's exactly how I felt about my best friend. Like we met each other at our job. We 
immediately knew that we were both bitches and gave each other shit. And then our kids were born. And then we just started, our kids were in daycare together. And it just progressed. Yeah. But like the instant that we met each other, Yes, it was like an an instant thing. Like you just know it's like a this- soulmate thing. You know how they say that there's like love at first sight kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like it was like that with a friendship. Absolutely. So our challenge for you this week is to make a new friend. I'm gonna try to make a new friend. And if you can't make a new friend or don't want to make a new friend, reach out to a friend that you currently have and maybe stoke the fire of that relationship just a little bit. Maybe find some time to hang out with them or do something fun together. Yes, absolutely. Send us your results. Until next time.